welcome to another episode of the Twist My Arm podcast. My name is Josh, and I'm your forever host and creator of the Twist My Arm network. Find updates on all your favorite Twist My Arm shows by visiting www.twistmyarmpodcast.com. You can follow the TMA podcast on Twitter by searching at TwistMyArmCast. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search Twist My Arm Podcast. We also have a phone number, 508-93-TWIST. Call that number and leave us a voicemail. Uh, tell us what you think about any of the shows we're doing or um, if you just want to drop us a line, 508-93-TWIST. We go live every Monday for the Marvel Cannon Madness podcast, every Friday for the Sudden But Inevitable Rewatch, and most other days we stream games or something else. Although I will say, the Sudden But Inevitable Rewatch is on a bit of a break starting here in May, and uh, we're going to come back as the Sudden But Inevitable Rebop. That's right. We're going to be watching Cowboy Bebop um, for season two. So I'm excited for that, and I'm excited to, uh, to get it going. Um, you can find all of our live podcasts and game streams on Twitch. Just search for TMA Games, all one word, and subscribe to get notifications for all the times we are live. This week, I'm joined by Ricky from Best Flicks with Ricky D to chat with Aaron, the host of the It's a Fandom Thing pod podcast. Uh, we talk all about what her podcast is about, um, how she got started, some of our favorite movies, actors, and Tons of other things. Um, I want to give Aaron a huge thank you for coming on the show and hanging out with us. Um, it was a ton of fun. So without any more delay, here's our chat with Aaron from It's a Fandom Thing Pod Podcast. up the last year that's going to steal the show like do you with your predictions i don't want to like spoil your podcast or anything but no, like uh well this year actually there are a lot of categories that are up in the air except for best actor and best supporting actor but almost every other category it's really hard to predict this year which is very rare and odd but this is a weird year because usually the oscars have already aired by now and you know sure. they extended it and they extended the eligibility by to like, I think it was like February or something. So, you know, because of the pandemic. So it's just a weird, weird year. So I don't think there's going to be a movie that's necessarily going to sweep. But um, I think Nomad Land will be the one that'll win, like the director and oh, best picture. And Judas and the Black Messiah is going to get a lot of range too. Got to get a lot of mm. awards. I think that's definitely for supporting actor for sure. That's going to win for supporting actor. Is, would Daniel mm -hmm. Kaluuya be the supporting actor? Yes, yes, okay. Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not technically supporting. Yeah, <laughs> and either neither is Lakeith Stanfield. But that's whatever. his name. <laughs> sure. I really like Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're both great. They're both really good. I, they're both Ricky's great. Raved, Ricky's raved about that movie, and I need to I need to watch it because oh, you can't. Is it gone? It's gone. Uh, well, you can you can rent it. <laughs> but yeah, it's off of HBO. Dang it. I knew I messed up by not watching it when it first <laughs> hit there. But It's a good um, one. Did you guys do an Oscar show last year? How long have you been doing It's a Fandom Thing pod? Um, we started in December of 2019. So a little, so a little over a year. 
Okay. Uh, we didn't do an Oscar one last year. Uh, we were going to do one and then there was a mess up with it. But yeah, so we've been around for over a year. So, And it, yeah. I mean, from what I can tell from the episodes I was listening to, it seems like you guys kind of primarily stick to movies and cinema a little bit. I mean, you go all over the place, but there's a lot more going with with movies. Is, is that right or am I wrong there? I would say more recently it's been movies, but I think it started out more television focused. Okay. Okay. We've done a lot of television shows and like our most popular episodes are all television ones. Like our most popular episode is our Lucifer, our first Lucifer episode that we did. Mm. And then Queer as Folk and then um, Schitt's Creek and the Mindy Project and Sherlock. So all television shows are the most popular ones. Today I listened to your Big Mouth episode. Oh yeah, I needed to hear a lot of what was said on that episode. I've been oh, good. just holding all of this love for Big Mouth in with nowhere to really <laughs> like talk to anybody about it. And Meg was just going off about how much she loved the show and how responsible it was. Mm-hmm. And if they could tone it down a little bit, this would be an amazing show for kids to learn about their own yeah. puberty and what they're going through. But as it is, it's way too inappropriate for oh, children. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but God, I love Big Mouth and you guys covered everything so well that it just like it filled a hole in for me. <laughs> well, thank you for saying, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And that was something that I had never watched before. So I watched it for the episode. And it was, and I'm usually not an, I don't like animation that much, but I really liked that show a lot. And that was a lot of fun. Having Meg and Marty on there was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So. And, and see, I don't really like Nick Kroll very much. I, oh, I didn't really? like his Comedy Central sketch comedy mm-hmm. show at all. The Kroll and show, that's right. Kroll, I just basically know him from the league. And that's the only place that I know him from. And he was more of... I feel like he was kind of more of a su- supporting guy there and he did a lot more writing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Kroll show, I just like when I saw Big Mouth and it was him, I was like, oh, oh God. <laughs> but luckily you don't have to see his stupid characters. They draw them for you. <laughs> and animation for me is a little easier on the eyes. So <laughs> it worked out. Yeah. But yeah. And and uh, Meg, you said Meg from the Boobs podcast, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Boobs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. They are great. Um, I've they noticed are great. a lot. I've noticed a lot of episodes with Meg or Carla. Do you guys oh, kind yeah. of, do you guys do a lot of episodes together? Are you like co-hosts or is it just kind of? Well, you could practically say the- Carla is my co-host this year because she has been, with the exception of a few episodes, it's been two weeks in a row now where she hasn't been on it. It's been very weird. But she's been on like at least one episode a week practically since the beginning of the year. And she's definitely been on more episodes than anybody else. And they actually, they started their podcast a little bit after mine. So they okay. started theirs like last year, I think I think it was October. I want to say October of last year. So, but they were already on mine. So they've been on mine constantly. I've been on theirs a couple of times, but they're on all the time. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty frequent. And like I said, Carla is practically a co-host. So she does all my cover art too. So Okay, okay. That's awesome. They're, and they're great. They're so funny. They are. Mm-hmm. They're I awesome. Love, I love having them on. I need I need to get them on this show. I know they've been yeah. on Sudden but Inevitable, but I need to get them on here just to have a, a good conversation. I feel like 
feel like last week Ricky and Jesse stole my thunder though by doing a Bad <laughs> Wendy had SBI show. So yeah. now I now I don't really know what to do <laughs> with them. So but no, I, I I'm coming for you, <laughs> Megan Carlin. <laughs> coming for you. Yeah, they're awesome. They're amazing people too. So yeah, yeah definitely. And I know so much Kylie. Fun. Kylie is really looking to get on one of their actual shows too mm-hmm. to have a have a ladies' night. Yeah, those shows are fun. They're a lot of fun. So yeah, um, and and you're from Denver, right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I'm from Denver. Denver. Yep. Okay. Yep. Born and raised local. I was, yes, I was born and raised. Left for a while and then came back. So yeah, yeah, we got a native on the show. <laughs> that is rare. <laughs> That's so rare. I know. I know. Yeah. Cause now it's so expensive. I'm surprised I'm still oh. here, but <laughs> tell me about it. Mm-hmm. I, well, I was uh, born up in Loveland and oh, okay. here about 12, 13 years ago, right, right at the end of it being still kind of cheap, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and right as soon as I think it was two or three years after I moved here, weed got legalized. Mm-hmm. And so then things just skyrocketed in price. <laughs> And it was like, what do you mean $1,200 for a studio apartment? Yep. <laughs> I get paid $9 an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I love yeah. Denver so much. Um, mm-hmm. what's, where, where did you go? Like you said, you were, you were raised here, but then you moved somewhere else. Where did you go? Um, well, I lived in New Mexico for a while. I lived in like Taos um, and Angel Fire, which is like a mountain town. And oh, then I, and then I lived actually with the mountains, right? <laughs> yeah. And then I actually lived in Wichita, which is just still bizarre to me that I lived in Wichita for a year. And then I lived in San Francisco for a little bit. And then I went back to New Mexico and I really thought I was never coming back to Colorado. And then I was just mm. like, well, I just miss my family and my friends. And it really is a place where you want to leave when you grow up here. At least I did. I always wanted to leave. And then it just drags you back. And then you're like, I never want to leave here. <laughs> but I mean, people here are so yeah. nice for the most part. You know? For the most I mean, part. <laughs> I, I okay, look, and I I'm not I'm not singling everybody out, but a lot of the transients that have come here are the ones that kind of start <laughs> the issues, you know? Some of them, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I work in a dispensary and that's my experience. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is just all the out of towners coming? Oh yeah, I just moved here a month ago. Can't wait. Just like yeah, oh, great. Oh, I'm so excited for you to be here. <laughs> Transplant. <laughs> you Transplant. said transients. Uh, transients, transient, right. which is homeless people. That's Correction. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I mean, and it's it's really sad to say, but especially in Denver, so many people move here that they end up becoming transients. And they end up becoming homeless because they can't go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard a rumor once that some some bus line in Pennsylvania was shipping homeless people to the West Coast and they would like pay for their bus pass and they would come huh. to Denver and just drop them off. I feel like I heard that too. Huh. But I heard it was I've never heard that. Hmm. It was just like a false rumor or something, but it's very it's yeah, okay. an interesting thought. Okay. It's a very I never really looked crazily into it, but it's huh. I, it's, I don't know, and it's getting worse, which is really shitty because Denver is such an awesome town. And most of the people that do become homeless, it's not their fault. It's the no. raising prices and then just having nowhere to go and a freaking pandemic. <laughs> that's yeah. That's been the biggest thing this last year. But mm-hmm. um, and you said Wichita, Kansas. How, how was how was that? 
it was probably how you think it is. <laughs> it was like I'm, I'm envisioning uh, the movie Twister. And... Not the good parts, the bad, the boring parts of Twister. Yes, the boring parts of Twister. Yes, I never experienced that, uh, and I actually didn't experience any ice storms. I thought I would experience ice storms, but I experienced mm. the worst summer of my life as far as heat Hot, and the humidity humid. and and there's frogs everywhere. It's really weird. <laughs> You walk out your door and there's just tons of frogs yeah. and it's just, it's just, it's boring. The food is very bland. I like really spicy food and it's nearly impossible to find spicy food there. It's too barbecue-y and sweet out in the, in the middle. Yeah. And it's, but it's also basically. bland. Yeah, it's also true. just really bland. I don't not know. Salt. <laughs> <laughs> and not enough salt spice. Water out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that was a very weird experience in my life. But yeah, yeah, yeah I I wouldn't yeah. ever want to go back there. Don't miss it at all. So. I I lived in Nebraska. Uh, oh, okay, for a little bit. So kind of the same thing. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. I learned how to drink out there. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, I bet there's probably not much else to do. But that you know, it's I I assume it's as much like Wichita's. I think. Yeah, is, you know? <laughs> about the same. They're all, they're all pretty much the same. In that yep. little circle of the Midwest. Um, yeah. But South so, Dakota. So, are yeah. you from South Dakota? Uh, born in South Dakota. Oh, really? Every yeah, single but... vacation I've ever taken back to South Dakota to see the parents' family. Oh, but didn't you move here like when you were really young, though? Three. Okay. 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 So, so you weren't really raised I mean, there. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> It doesn't but, count. You're fine. But, but I have experienced it. I went back like three times a year. Mm. Yeah. At least it's pretty out there, though. There's like yeah. rolling hills and mm -hmm. and like the mm -hmm. whatever you call that, the monument thing. I've never Mount even Rushmore seen and yeah. Mount Rushmore, Crazy yeah. Horse. Crazy I actually went up and I walked on Crazy Horse's arm. They like usually you can only look at it from a distance like Mount Rushmore. Uh -huh. But it was like the... 150th year anniversary or something so they opened up the trails and let you march up there and walk around it on his arm wow that's cool yeah that's hmm. way cool yeah that's, i don't know that's the kind of stuff that would scare me though i always get scared of going on hikes <laughs> getting lost oh yeah that would be yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> well that happened to me when i was a kid we went up we went we were camping and a bunch of us went a bunch of us kids went for a hike and we got lost Oh, and no. couldn't find our way because you know you go up the mountain and then when you turn around to come back down it's not the same it never looks the same it's all we backwards yeah and then there was this like burnt down like little house thing like a shack and it was really creepy and i remember we kind of were hiding out there trying to, like okay are we gonna be stuck here for the rest of our lives you know you're like kids, the Blair so you Witch waiting way. to happen right there yes exactly <laughs> yeah yeah but it was daylight so Okay, well that's that's good. Well, Blair Witch still they they got messed up in daylight too. That's though. true. That's true. That's true. That movie yeah. scared me when it first came out. Oh yeah, it was terrifying. Mm -hmm. It was terrifying when it first came out. And I remember we went inside. One of our friends was so scared that he had to stay the night with us. <laughs> really? he was like, I can't go home. <laughs> that's great. The Blair Witch I, is gonna get me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we all had that friend, though. I think I was that friend a couple times with, with <laughs> other people. Like, we'd go watch a movie and be like, I, I, I'm staying here, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I love but horror no, movies. That's my favorite genre. Okay. So. Man, see, you and Kylie would get along. I, 
I don't do the horror movies. I, I'll yeah. watch them. And I, we talked about this on the Marvel podcast. I think, yeah. Where it's the it's the torture stuff that I'm not a, a fan of. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll watch a slasher movie. You know, like a like a child's play or an old school Friday the 13th. But even those got a little crazy. The Friday the 13th, the newest one that came out was kind of tortury. And the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that came out was kind of tortury. And I just can't handle that. I like a good suspense. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I agree. That that Jared Leto movie that just came out. Oh, God. (laughs) Are you talking about the one with Denzel Washington? Yeah, did you not like it? I hate that. Oh, that's too bad. And I hate Jared Leto, so that's <laughs> really yeah. oh, well. There's, there's a little bit to dissect here. So, first of all, why why didn't you like the the movie? What what was wrong with it? What movie is this? It's I mean, um, it's called, it right I know now. now. I can't even remember the name oh, of it. Um, I can drag it down. Oh my gosh! I well, it was just. It was pointless. It was the little things. It was called the little. Yes, things. it was just kind of. I don't know. I guess the point of it was that I don't know. Cops are all crappy, but, which is fine. Which is fine because <laughs> that's you know probably really accurate. But it still was just pointless and boring, and I don't know. I just didn't like it. I thought it was really poorly written. I thought some of the performances were really bad. I actually didn't think Jared Leto was good at all. I thought the only thing he did really? was he just. I thought he just decided not to wash his hair for a few days, and then that was, <laughs> <laughs> that was his performance. I'm not a fan though. I I liked him in my okay. so-called life, and that's where the love really? stops. What 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 makes you not a fan of Jared Leto? I, and I just say I, this because I have a crush on Jared Leto. Like I've told oh, Kyle no. Jared Leto. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say then. <laughs> no, please. I I like to know because he's I've I've heard so many bad things about him. He's such an asshole. But for some reason, I like his acting, and I love Thirty Seconds to Mars. Josh likes the abusive men. So. Oh, that's what it is. You like the abusive men? <laughs> it could be. Well, he's just, you know, I mean, like when he did uh, Suicide Squad, he like sent all those weird items to people. Like, I think he sent like <laughs> used condoms and then he sent all this other stuff. And I mean, it's just kind of, yeah, I don't know. That was weird. That was I think that's weird. bad to do that to your co-stars. Supposedly, he's made a lot of passes at underage girls and... <sighs> That's kind of wrong. That. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to break your crush. but. <laughs> and I used to like him a lot because I loved him in my so-called life. I loved always... George Catalano. So, yeah, that's always a sad thing to hear. And, and the, the suicide squad thing always baffles me because he had what? 10 minutes of screen time in that whole movie. Yeah. And he's doing all that crazy stuff to his co-stars like what's wrong with you dude you read the script <laughs> i know well he likes uh, to get he's one of those method actors right he but he takes it to a whole other level and right. I don't know. it's true i i still i i always liked lord of war with nicholas cage but that's probably because i like nicholas cage too um but he like was people. really spiraling by that point well let me tell you about nicholas cage no i'm just kidding i don't have anything no. nicholas cage for you people um, especially Kylie, she hates Nicolas Cage, and but, I make her watch all of his movies. <laughs> Just, all of them? He's got oh, all, all the time. He's garbage. Oh, I know. There's some of them. Well, he's, he's embraced that now. Yeah. yeah. 
He's got he like what, four is. or five divorces, so he has to pay off a lot of <laughs> alimony. And I think well, child support spent, probably too. Yeah. I think he spent all of it. I think he's the guy that spent like five million dollars on a dinosaur skull and then ended up <laughs> it ended up being illegal and he had to give it to a museum and lost all of that money. Like he's the kind of guy that does that shit. So yeah, he's bizarre. I can see why he's doing a bunch of random movies but there's some like nope. you were saying Ricky, hot there's some garbage there. <laughs> not random movies hot stinky garbage more like did you theme. not see mom and dad oh god that movie <laughs> i had to, i had to because <laughs> well not the ending of that movie it just kind of ended it was like okay so it i just it's just like i'm we're done <laughs> we yeah. ran out of ideas we're done yeah Oh, it looks like we ran out of film. Well, yeah, exactly. That'll do. Yep. <laughs> this will work. We're just we're done. Yeah, but no, and I, I liked uh, Requiem for a Dream with Jared Leto. I think that's I did what got like me, that. That's what got me really into his acting because that mm -hmm. movie was just so devastatingly awesome. You know. Yes. Um, and really, really kept me away from hard drugs. So. <laughs> <laughs> it Thanks, saved Jared. your life. Thanks, Jared, for that. Especially living in Nebraska, yeah. But, um, gosh, I don't, I don't know. I, I can see why people wouldn't like Jared Leto. He was, he was in Mister Nobody. Did you not like Mister Nobody? I don't think I saw Mister Nobody. Mm -mm. It was all right. It was, it was fine. It's, it's another one of those, you know, random movies that nobody really cares about. So, <laughs> um, so what what prompted you to to start? doing this show because because you do a lot of reviews right it's mainly kind of show reviews but it's like full shows it's not an it's not a episodic thing where you're doing like sudden no. but inevitable where we watch an episode review it and move on you do like a whole like big mouth or i listen to the stranger things episode um mm -hmm. and and like you know star trek uh, you did a star trek one that i, I do yes. want to get into in, in a little while but um <laughs> What 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 kind of gave you the inspiration and the idea to to do this sort of podcast? Well, I'd wanted to start a podcast for a long, long time. And it was something that was like a dream of mine. And I had met with somebody else and we were going to do a totally different kind of podcast. And we just kind of didn't gel. So it didn't really work out. Mm -hmm. And then I knew all these amazing women who I met through fandom, uh, mainly Supernatural. But also uh, the Mindy Project is how I first met Carla and Meg. And I just approached them like a bunch of these women and said, who would be interested in starting a podcast? And I was amazed that a lot of people wanted to do it. And I kind of just took the reins and just said, okay, let's just cover different fandoms and different pop culture items and different shows where we can just do such a wide array of stuff and such a wide variety and that was just kind of my approach is I just wanted to cover as many different things as possible where I could reach different people and different audiences and also just have kind of a different panel on. So I have some pretty frequent ones, but then there are other people that just come on every once in a while. And that's kind of how it started. And I have literally like over 300 different things that we still have yet to cover and that I want to cover. So it's something I wanted to do it also where it was something where it would be a never ending thing. We're never going to run out of topics, right? We can revisit topics. And I also wanted to just cover topics in fandom and I wanted it to be primarily from the female perspective, 
We've of course had men on and that's great. And we've done interviews with guys, but it's primarily the female perspective that I wanted to get, especially on stuff where there still is a lot of gatekeeping and there's still a lot of fanboys that can be really hard to deal with in any fandom. So there was Absolutely. a lot of that too. So we wanted to just do that. And now we just, it's kind of changing a lot. Um, and we do certain theme months, like we do pride month. We of course celebrate horror in October and then doing interviews. Now that was something that I added last year was interviewing people. So. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And you that's said, it's such a, Oh, sorry. Go, go, uh, go forward. You said you've got like, up to 300 topics that you're still wanting to get into. Yeah. <laughs> what are you most excited or what have you like, what are you just dying to get into that you haven't had a chance to yet? Oh, wow. Uh, well, we just recently, when we did American psycho, that was something I'd wanted to talk about for 21 years. <laughs> so yeah. that was something I was very excited to talk about. Good. Uh, That's cool. And, and then anything horror related, probably, honestly, we're going to be talking about, Nightmare on Elm Street series and Halloween and Friday the 13th. And then we're also going to be talking about like the conjuring series and poltergeist and scream and all that. Mm -hmm. So I'm really looking forward to those just because I just am looking forward to diving into those and talking about them a lot more. Um, and I'm trying scream, to think of Scream franchise is funny. They have the, what scream five is coming out this year. Yeah. Think, right. Uh, it's next still year. Making those? Next year. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Next year. Um, yeah. I, and here, I I want you to hang on to this because this is my prediction for Scream 5. You ready? You ready for this? Okay. Nev Campbell is the killer. <laughs> Write it <I> down. Think... <laughs> <laughs> I think people were predicting that for number four or something. I seem to recall that. I don't remember. I was. I, I was for sure. You were. I was like, there's no way they can keep this going. <laughs> it has to be her and eventually. It, and then it wasn't. So now it's five. I mean, it. <laughs> It absolutely has to be. And then her maybe she has a daughter, they can keep it going, you know, they keep the, <laughs> the thing going on. I don't a know. family tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of a lot of times that's what those horror movies are like, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Friday the thirteenth went on for what? Not 12? 12? Mm -hmm. movies? Twelve? Twelve, yes. And they've been trying to reboot that franchise forever, but there's rights issues and stuff. So right. Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street is kind of the same thing. How how would you do that kind of review? Would you review the entire series or kind of break it up part piece by piece? Uh, we would talk about different aspects of the series. That would probably be one that we would end up having have to revisit at some point. Sure. But and I wouldn't focus on that remake they did. Wouldn't focus on that at all. No, uh, not a fan. no, no. <laughs> But just the regular one and just talking about some things about it and, you know, what yeah. we like, don't like, maybe our favorites. And, you know, especially analyzing the character of Freddy Krueger and how mm -hmm. that became a comedic relief. You know, he was supposed to be really scary. And then he became the joke. He ended up so being hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was kind of their niche, though. They were like, well, how are we going to mm -hmm. get people to keep watching these? Movies? Let's make Freddy funny. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you you mentioned, and I, I wanted to ask you about this too, because um, I listened to your Star Trek episode, okay. and the misogyny that's in Star Trek, um, mm -hmm. which, as as a guy, it was you guys brought to light so many different things that I never even like realized. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. it's, and it's terrible that that I would have never even 
realize some of those things but that's one reason why you guys do this is to to yeah. kind of bring light to that sort of stuff um you mentioned a lot about gatekeeping and fanboys and that sort of thing what what do mm-hmm. you think are the the biggest pieces of media or pop culture that that are gate kept the most what what would you say in are the are the worst the worst uh i would say a lot of anything that has to do with comics um anything that has to do with that i think is a big one are you a comic fan at all do you i'm do you actually not i love certain superhero movies but i've actually never read comics but i know i hear that from women who are fans of comics horror God, horror so actually funny. has a lot of what I said, that's a shame that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Horror has a lot of that still it's getting better, but there still is a lot of that. Um, I would say Star Trek, just because, you know, like I said, on that episode, I was warned cause I was going to do, that was going to be one of the first episodes I was going to do. And I was warned, don't cover Star Trek because <laughs> the guys are going to just attack you. I was like, okay, fine. But now I was like, whatever, I don't care. They can attack me. So right. then I decided to do it, but, and that's what I've heard is Star Trek. It's like one of those, that's just a boys club. And, and I guess Star Wars is I've heard is like that too. But I think personally, I would say horror is the biggest thing uh, because it still is considered weird when sometimes when women like horror a lot. And I was, I interviewed, I don't know if you've seen the documentary screen queen, my nightmare on Elm street. It's a fabulous documentary. It's all about the second Nightmare on Elm Street, which is considered the gayest horror movie ever made. And yeah. And why? A, why? Uh, because there's there's a lot, a lot of undertones in there. That's It's basically, if you really look at it textually, it's about a guy struggling with his sexuality and whether or not to come out. And yeah, so it's, and there's so, so many things in there that, if I were to look at the LGBTQ plus section of Netflix, I might find Nightmare on Elm Street too. <laughs> there, but and there are also issues with it too. But it's actually it's a really good documentary, and it's all about the star of that and how making that movie kind of ruined his life for a long time. Oh wow! And because he didn't want to come out yet, and it kind of forced him out of the closet and oh. all this stuff. And I I interviewed the directors of of that documentary who are two amazing guys, Roman and Tyler. Oh, wow. Okay. And we were talking about that. They said, you know, there's still, there's these people, there's these women that are making this documentary about women who are fans of the nightmare series. And they've run into so many obstacles at being women. Like they've run into a lot of people not wanting to talk to them or having a harder time making that because they're women and it's getting better. But I mean, I was at the Women in Horror Film Festival um, a year ago because I actually had a, I write too. So I had a short screenplay there that actually won. So. Oh, wow. (laughs) Thanks. What? That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So I was there for that. But you noticed it there, like the crowds were smaller um, because a lot of men didn't want to go there because of the fact that it was women. And so they're like, oh, this isn't going to be you know, the same kind of thing as watching other horror movies. So sadly, I'd say that's where it's most prominent for me personally. That's that's such a shame because I I love it when anybody, no matter who it is, asks me about Star Wars. I love it. Please. <laughs> 
come at me with your questions. Let's sit down. Let's watch it together. Let's hang out. You know, I'll pause it. Shit, ask me whatever you want. Like, I'm all about that sort of thing, though. I'm not going to be like, well, it's been out for yeah. years. So, and you, you know, know, yeah, it's, a, it's weird. I would say we are very quickly kind of coming around this corner. This was a topic that was completely undiscussed. Uh, you know, women being kind of second mm-hmm. in the workplace or in comedy in Hollywood. And it's really, these topics are kind of coming up and they're forcing their way to the front. So everybody's aware, Hey, there's uh, systemic <laughs> sexism, much the way there is systemic racism and where we were completely unwilling to address it. Maybe 20, 30 years ago, it's become a really big topic lately. And that's how it's going to be reversed and, equalized i think so i think that we're heading in the right direction i would like to think i i i hope that's true You're right I, I hope so but yeah. it's still there's still a lot i mean you look at when thelma and louise came out for instance look at thelma and louise and a lot of people said when that came out that was going to change everything because here was this movie about these women and it was centered on them and it didn't and there's a whole documentary called this movie. changes everything that J- yeah it's a great movie and we're actually going to be covering that soon on the on the podcast nice. and gina davis did this whole documentary because she started the gina davis institute which looks at media and examines it for you know against the bechtel test and all that kind of stuff seeing mm-hmm. how much representation is there and there was this documentary called this changes everything that was all about the fact that you know when that came out people thought that was going to change the way women were viewed and representation both in front of and behind the camera and how that hasn't changed that much as far as like getting people recognized or I mean you look at this year in the Oscars we do have two women nominated in best director but that is so rare and when Catherine Bigelow won for the Hurt Locker that was the first time a woman had ever won and no woman has won since then so it's kind of yeah so it's kind of you know it's kind of a mixed bag but it's important to have women because when we discussed like American Psycho, if a man had directed that, like if Oliver Stone had directed that, like he wanted to, that would have been such a different movie. And it would have been so exploitive because I don't think that movie is. And that movie is not shot from the male gaze. That's the other important thing. It's shot a lot from the female gaze. Like we talk a lot in there about, you know, the way they shoot Christian Bale in that movie and the way the camera pans up his body and that kind of stuff and how you don't see as much female nudity in there. So it's important to have that same with like promising young woman, which is my favorite movie from 2020. And the important thing about that movie is because it was directed and written by a woman. You don't have, even though it's all about sexual violence, there's not a single scene in that movie, spoiler kind of of sexual violence. There's just, I mean, which is incredible for a movie that's wow. about that subject matter. Right. So that's why it's important. And I have yeah. hope it'll change, but it just, I don't know. There's still so many. I was kind of petering out. I i had the really <laughs> big positive intentions. And as I was rounding no, I down, know. I'm like, oh, no, but people are so awful. That <laughs> everything's going to be terrible forever. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it could end up being like uh, there was a an old Star Trek episode from the original series where it was a uh planet run by women and they just uh-huh. kept the men as like sperm donors <laughs> that's coming and th- i mean that's what's gonna happen 
the caverns are already made with those underground trains. Now you just need to fill them up with, yeah. with rows and rows of men. Yeah. <laughs> just take what you need. Get on out. <laughs> Leave them down in the caverns. They, they don't do us any good up here. <laughs> but no, that's it's it's wonderful to, to, to see that, to have more awareness being brought, being brought to that sort of thing. You know, the... Um, just uh, bringing more awareness to women and, and culture, mm-hmm. the culture that they bring and, and all that stuff. It's it's just like n- next week I'm having um, a guy, uh, his name is Gideon, and I think his, his partner's coming on too, um, but he's from a, a little group called Brother America, and it's mm-hmm. all about uh, Black Lives Matter and bringing awareness to to the to the forefront you know and i i appreciate that stuff so much because we need it we need mm-hmm. it in in our daily lives you know um every, every day we need to be reminded how much of a shitbag we are yes <laughs> and, we do <laughs> and yeah and to remember that we can always do better you know mm-hmm. um but yeah so speaking of christian bale do you have a little bit of a crush on christian bale i feel like you have, might have a little crush on christian bale <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's so, it's so funny because I had never mentioned Christian Bale on the podcast at all. And then, and then Carla and I went on a little tangent because if Carla and I do an episode, just us, we go on hundreds of different tangents. And so we went on a little tangent about Christian Bale. And then I decided to just release that as a little bonus episode. I had to listen to it. And it was, (laughs) was I was like, it's one of our most popular episodes because I'm like, no one's going to want to listen to this. <laughs> but it was so it much was fun. Good. And yeah, that made me really realize. I'm like, yeah, I really love Christian Bale. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I do. I love Christian Bale. What did you think of him as Batman? I love him as Batman. I think he's, uh, I, I think he's the best Batman. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the best I Bruce would, Wayne. I would agree with both of those statements for yeah. sure. Yeah, and I know people hated his voice, but I thought it was perfect for it. And <clears throat> yeah. he still changed his voice in the cartoons and stuff. And you got to do that. Come on, come on, you got to do that. I think it was most egregious in the first one, Batman Beyond, when he was just he was growling about everything <laughs> when he was Batman. I think it got a lot better in Dark Knight uh, and Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I disagree with that. I think oh, in yeah. the first oh. one he didn't have as much of a growl, and in yeah, it got Knight, deeper. Mm-hmm. Is when it really came out when he was like, "I'm not wearing hockey pads." <laughs> he like really let that thing growl, you know. Do you want to do a Batman impression, Aaron? Oh, gosh, <laughs> a Batman impression would be. I oh, I don't. I don't know if I can even attempt it. Let's see. Just smoke a quick cigarette. <laughs> I know. Well, I used to be a smoker, so I could go back. Oh, I need to it. quit. I need to quit so bad. Yeah, uh, yeah, I quit like the last time I quit was I think it was the third time I fourth time. I and love it, how you say the uh, last time I quit. <laughs> no, I shouldn't say it that way. I should say <laughs> I quit the final time. time. Yes, yeah. yes, the final. How did you do it? Time. I I did it. I honestly did it with just with Jolly Ranchers and carrot sticks. I know, I know. I can't believe that it worked. Carrot sticks. It, okay. Yes. All right. Carrot sticks and jo- Jolly Ranchers were the big thing. I have Jolly Ranchers. Yes. I have so them. I could never, mm. I can never ever look at Jolly Ranchers again, though, because it's <laughs> every was two it seconds. Yeah. Yes, they were there everywhere. That. I had them everywhere with me. So I tried yeah. it with gum once. I tried to mm-hmm. just, you know, get some big red gum, 
and the same thing. I just ended up chewing so much gum. Yeah. And I would I would go through these packs. I'm like, oh, you know, five dollars for 12, 12 packs of gum. That's cool. A day later, I'm like, how do I need more gum already? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> so good on you though. Good job for for quitting. How long has it been? Thank how long you. have you been smoke it free? Has been wow, it's been six years. So yeah. So that's why I say yeah. Thank you. Thank that you. That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Um I am hoping to get to that point eventually. So. It's hard. It's hard. I still have days where I will be like, oh, man, I would love a cigarette right now. You know, because there are and sometimes driving. I think driving is the hardest. That what do you, was the hardest. Can, I, can I ask, what do, you, what do you do for a living? You don't have to tell me like exactly, but like, what do you do for your day uh, Primarily real estate, but. That's not what okay. I want to do for, but yeah, primarily that. So, okay. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's not, that's not as, like I've worked in, I've worked in restaurants and retail. Oh, and yeah. And so every time I try to quit smoking, it's that one customer that comes oh, in yeah, and ruins yeah. my whole mm -hmm. day. <laughs> so I think maybe I should get into real estate. That's probably a little <laughs> bit calmer. No, well, you still have stress in that too. You have so. stress. Yeah. But I mean, you're just you going to, to meet someone at a house and you're showing someone and yeah, they could be jerks, but you just have you to, just yeah, kinda, yeah. But yeah, it's nothing compared to, no, no, nothing compared to that. To have, real, you, have you had to, have you dealt with any terrible clients in real estate? Uh, well, and I'm not a realtor, so I've done like oh, okay, the assistant okay. and stuff like that, but I have okay. shown properties before. Um, I did mm -hmm. have, I did have, this was like not too long ago because, you know, we're still going out in the pandemic and everything, oh. and, you know, wearing masks and gloves and I uh, did have to meet a guy. I was showing him a place and it was just him and I, and I, and he was like really weird and creepy and started hitting on me there. And that was really kind of uncomfortable because I was like, I'm all alone. <laughs> no one else is around. I mean, I have pepper spray, but yeah. Yeah. And then I saw these other two people. I was watching them in the car and before they were coming in, they, <laughs> They were smoking like a crack pipe, I swear, oh, before Jesus. they it. And I'm like, okay, this really makes you look good, but okay. <laughs> Let's get super high before we go in and make it. I know, I know. I'm Grind like, okay. our teeth the whole time. Well, yeah, that I, was I, weird. I can imagine, I can imagine mm -hmm. being like a someone that does that all the time, showing places constantly and doing like open houses and stuff. I'm mm -hmm. sure you could. You could see some some crazy people. That always yeah, and I'm Sarah Marshall or no, uh, um, oh my, I love you, man. Where oh, what's yeah. his name is the the realtor and Paul guy just shows up to mm -hmm. yeah. Paul Rudd's the realtor and then oh my god, I forgot his name too. Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. Yes, he shows up and just just to eat the hors d'oeuvres. He doesn't care about the the open house. He's just there to eat it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Slap in the base, man. I love that Slap movie. Yeah, of, <laughs> My sister and I quote that movie all the time. <laughs> I don't think I've seen this one. Movie. Oh, really? I love you, man. You really should. You should check it out. It's, it's, it's so got a lot fun. of good people in it. Mm -hmm. It's a it's an Apatow movie, I think. I um, love Judd Apatow. It's got his people. Oh, no. Yeah. No, John it's Hamburg. Not. Yeah. Oh, it's got it? a lot of Judd or yeah, Judd Apatow. Oh, same crew and stuff. but. Yeah, that's like a that's that. a really good one. Yeah. And right now what I'm doing, I'm not doing any of the showing. So I'm just basically at home doing like admin and stuff like that. So uh -huh. I'm glad I'm not doing that right now because that yeah. that was exhausting. But yeah, no doubt. <laughs> what you what do you think is the most quotable movie for you? Uh well, 
Um, <laughs> definitely. I mean, I think I love you, man, with my sister would be one. Office Space is another one. I'd say Office Space for sure. Uh, the movie I've seen more than any other movie is Donnie Darko. So okay, okay. Yeah, wasn't that, that have, was one of your first? Was that one of your first episodes? No, but we did do that this year. Okay, I can't. Yeah, we did do. I that. went through a lot of your. You guys have a lot of episodes. Yes, so. we do. <laughs> <laughs> have a lot of episodes. Was, yeah, we did that one this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, and I've seen think, that one. I can't even over sixty times at least. So. Okay. Gosh, I think probably Dumb and Dumber is one that Dumb I and quote Dumber probably the most. I don't know. It's starting to be South Park, though. The more and more I watch South Park, the more and more I just quote it in my everyday life. And it's and Comedy Central just does freaking office, the office and South Park marathons yeah. every day. And and so, you know, that's that's usually what's on in the background. And I'm just hearing that all the time. So, yeah, I don't know. But but Dumb and Dumber is one of my favorite, favorite quotable movies. Um so speaking of like you have a like I was saying you have a ton of episodes. Um, mm -hmm. What's what would you say for for someone that's new, especially like like I said, I just kind of went and I, I picked a couple yeah. and listened to them. You know, um, for someone that's new that's just getting into you know wanting to listen to your show, what would you say are some of the best episodes to listen to? Um, I would say not necessarily. Well, they would be some of my favorites, but I think. I think our Mindy project episode is really good only because it's, it's so personal and it talks a lot about how great fandom is and how people can find each other through there. Because of course, Meg and Carla are on that one um, along with our friend Jackie and that's how we met. So it becomes a very personal kind of emotional podcast episode towards the end That's cool. because we talk about that and how, powerful media can be if it brings you together and brings you to find people. I think that's a really good one. I think any of our topic episodes, I think from this year when we talked about the male gaze, I think that's a good one to look at. Um, and I, th I think, I think our Shits Creek episode is really good. And like I said, that's one of our most popular ones, but I think that's a really good one to sort of, you know, I think it depends on what you like because I try to have something for everybody, but I think sure. a lot of our topic episodes, the Mindy project one for sure. I think even listening to our hundredth episode that we did, that's a celebration. I think that's actually a really good episode to start with because we talk about a lot of episodes that we liked and some of our favorites and about what's coming up and you get to hear me cry like about 20 times. <laughs> So that's I don't know if that's fun, but that was <laughs> I always wonder that too, because I've I've definitely choked up a couple times in some episodes and I've been like, mm, I wonder if people actually like skip that. <laughs> I know. Well I I like muted myself when I was crying, but oh. <laughs> or I try to. I try to, but Josh, I when I listen to Sudden But Inevitable, I skip every time you start talking. <laughs> Oh man, I got trolled so hard in the Marvel chat the other day in our live episode, and I I swear, like, was that you in there saying nope. that stuff? Because nope. I'm pretty sure I heard it like three times, and I was like, do I really have a bad voice? What's going on here? <laughs> That's funny, but yeah, no, but I would that, definitely um, say start with the topic episodes, but yeah, and from okay. this we start with male gaze and our hundredth episode. Those are. That's what I did when I was looking through your podcast. I was like, here's 
a whole bunch of topics, movies, TV shows. What do I want to hear about right now? Mm-hmm. That's how exactly that's how I looked good. at your podcast. Yeah, and I, I think like, that's what you can do since there's so many different ones. So, right. Yeah, I was scrolling through and I was like, "Ooh, Star Trek!" And then I saw the parentheses. I can't remember what what exactly it said in the parentheses. So I was like, "Oh, yeah, I need to listen to that." And <laughs> Jesse's always always talking shit. So, <laughs> and he's a huge, huge Star Trek fan. So any any time, you know, anytime I can just put a little jab in there, I do. It, so. Never be intimidated by a Star Trek fan. Oh, I'm not. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> don't don't you worry. Just like he's never going to be intimidated by a Star Wars fan. It's fine. It's yeah. Fine. It's a good <laughs> it's a good rivalry that's gone on for almost 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the, one of those things, you know. If we were superheroes, we would definitely be rivals. But we would yeah. never kill each other. It'd be like the Joker versus Batman, you know? <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> Oh man! What what are, what are some of your favorite episodes? What's been some of your favorite things to talk about? I know we talked about you said Donnie Darko, and then mm-hmm. American Psycho is another one. What are some of the other of your favorite? Like you, you have over a hundred episodes, so yeah, got to be yeah. a couple of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really liked. We talked about the movie Get Out, and that oh, was a lot. Mm-hmm. And that was just Carla and I, and we talked about that. I thought that was a really good conversation. I really loved our movie, our movie, our episode about slashers and the final girl trope. Mm. And we did that this past Halloween. I love that one. That's our most popular one of our horror ones too, which I'm very happy about because that's my favorite one of those. Okay. Um, Yeah. And I really loved this year. We did promising young woman. We covered that in depth and that was really good. Uh, Very emotional too, but it was, it was a good one. I liked that one a lot. I love our episode talking about the show you, the one, the Netflix oh, show, the you. creepy stalker one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't I love watched that, that yet. Yeah, but. yeah, that's it's a good show. It's a good show. So okay, yeah, I liked that one a lot, and I and I really like a lot of my interviews that I've done. I'm very proud of those. Um, I think those all are pretty good. I actually interviewed Carla too, so there's nice. she was my interviews, very first. Interview. Interviews are like what I have wanted to do since I was a kid. You know, mm-hmm. um, always listening to radio interviews or watching interviews on TV or, oh, my goodness, Mark Hamill's going to get interviewed on Good Morning America. I need to be awake at nine o'clock so I can watch, you know. Yeah. I've always been a, a big fan of that. So doing these sort of things is is a, is a lot, a lot of fun. And, uh, it is. It's, got, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. listen to the, to the Carla one. Get get to know Carla a little bit more. And, yeah, and she was the very first one I did, and I did that okay. last year. So she was like my guinea pig of doing interviews. So I, but... I definitely got to listen to it. So then, when when I interview her, I'm not asking the same questions. <laughs> I gotta yeah, it up a little yeah, bit, you know? yeah. Prepare it so, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And that was yeah. before she did her podcast. So we talked a lot about because she's a really good photographer. So we talked a lot about photography in that one. Okay. So yeah, yeah. But I think interviews interviews are so much fun because. I don't know if that's why you like to, I like to hear about other people talking about their life exactly. and why they're doing certain exactly. things. And especially when I get to talk to creators and, you know, that are creating art and creating movies and all that kind of stuff. That is so much fun. So much fun. Yeah. So I'm just curious if you could interview anybody, who would you interview? Anybody? Oh, wow. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. That would be fun. And he seems like a great guy. So. Exactly. I think that's why, because he would, 
probably mm-hmm. be the guy to do that. He would probably actually and have a good time. Yeah. And knowing him, he'd be like, he'd divert every Star Wars question to something else, you know, because that's how mm-hmm. he does things. And I think he'd just have I'd have a fun conversation with him, you know. Yeah. My first thought was I wanted to do like a movie writer, director kind of thing. My first thoughts were Scorsese or Kubrick or something like that, but they would just be way too intense, I think. Uh, Judd (laughs) Apatow or Mike Judge, I think, would be amazing Mm -hmm. interviews. They'd be super friendly. They'd have tons of great topics. Mm -hmm. Seth Rogen would be fun, too, I feel like. Even just to sit down and smoke some weed with, you know, <laughs> laugh with for a little bit. Well, you know, he sells it now, so. Oh, of course he does. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, he's been making all his uh, pottery. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Urkel sells weed now. I mean, of course. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He calls it the purple Urkel. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did hear that. I did hear that. It's funny. So I think he partnered up with Snoop to sell some purple Urkel. <laughs> but oh who would you interview who's who would be your dream interview gosh i have quite a few on my list um but actually the one that popped in my head when you said uh writer director i would love to interview paul thomas anderson who i don't know if you ever seen magnolia or boogie nights magnolia is like my all-time favorite movie yeah it's a fun movie (laughs) yeah and he's he's funny and um you know he's married to maya rudolph so yeah yeah and he's done stuff for like saturday night live too so i just think he'd be fun to sit there and i really do want to interview christian bale someday uh, did <laughs> just paul because thomas, i think he'd be fascinating did paul what? thomas anderson write there will be blood yes he did mm-hmm. oh. right and directed that one yeah <laughs> oh that's a good one <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's got a movie coming out in december too so anyone man christian christian bale would be a fun interview just his accent alone you know, yeah. say, say like yeah. Chris Hemsworth. I would love to interview Chris Hemsworth because he just seems like a goofy guy, uh-huh. you know. And the accent is always what gets me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's because I'm so American, is what it is. Yeah, but with Christian Bale, if he's playing an American, he goes on interviews and he will do the American do accent, the... and he won't do his accent. <laughs> <laughs> so I would kinda, want to interview him with that accent, with his regular accent. Right. He's kind of the same as uh, Jared Leto, the, the method actor. He is. He I is. Mean, but but I like him. What did you think about his little tangent about the guy with the coffee standing? That in the was shop? not good. That was not good. No, I will admit that was not OK. <laughs> that was the, not OK. The, did you see the recent Tom Cruise one? No. Oh, oh yeah, because of the mask. My God, right? wasn't it because? Oh my God! Yes, I will end your career. <laughs> like, oh yeah, just went off like crazy. Yeah, I love those celebrity outbursts are some of my favorite things. Like, <laughs> like Ricky was saying, Mel Gibson yeah. probably has the best one. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Oh man, I I still need to see his movie, uh, Fat Man. Have you seen the trailers for that at all? I have, but I don't want to watch mel gibson movies (laughs) i get that i get that and i get that i know and if i wish it wasn't mel gibson but he's a retired santa claus that's just yeah i know no but he he is definitely nuts and Mm -hmm. uh it's a shame because there's a movie on hulu right now called game over and it's kind of the same Hmm. thing where i'm like well it looks kind of cool but i don't know how i feel about mel gibson 
Fat yeah, Man I mean, just seems like the most ridiculous premise for a movie that I've ever seen. You know, where the CIA hires Santa Claus. So I, I mean, it's just. <laughs> It's yeah, no, I, I see. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But it is that's the hard thing is there are so many celebrities and people that have done horrible things. Yeah. And it's like, how do you separate that art from the artist and that kind of thing? So, yeah, it, it is it's a it's, hard thing to do. It's hard with man. Music has been one of the hardest things to deal with with that, because it's not it's not saying like anti-Semitic stuff. It's more messing around with underage people. Mm-hmm. and and doing like really terrible things to to women and, and young girls and stuff and some of my favorite bands have been outed for that and it's been like it's like it's like a best friend of mine died you know because mm-hmm. it's like how could you how could you do that you know I, I i can't look at you the same anymore there are a couple of my favorite bands that i won't go see, go see live anymore because of that sort of thing and it Mm-hmm. it's frustrating it is so frustrating that people have to act like that but again. yeah well and the whole thing with marilyn manson too that came oh. out yeah oh my gosh His new album was so good i had to go unlike it on spotify though Fuck <laughs> yeah yeah that was yeah i was like okay I'm not gonna listen to any of your music ever again <laughs> oh, and how oh how how obnoxious is that too because mm-hmm. he did make some some good music and you kind of had a yeah you kind of had your suspicions, you know, and that maybe he wasn't the best person. But now it's like, all right, dude, you kind of you you way, way, way crossed the line here. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Beyond. <laughs> Beyond. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not that there's a lot of forgivable things when it comes to that realm of stuff, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, uh-uh, no, thanks. So great. Um, Ricky, what else? What else do you uh, do you have any other things for Aaron at all? I don't think I've got any other questions. Okay. I got a lightning round because we're do, we're, we do a lightning Ooh. round for Ooh, okay. every, uh, every guest that comes on the show. It's a set of four this or that questions. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and it's mainly built around Jesse and I. <laughs> Ricky, will <have> to, <laughs> Ricky will have to get you a, a question in here. Mm-hmm. Um, for like you and, and Roy and Chip will have to get you all of your questions in for the lightning rounds, but we'll start with the four that I have right now. Okay, you ready? Okay. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Jesse. All right. <laughs> Marvel or DC? Old DC. <laughs> all right, I'll take the L on that one. This this is the one that I always lose at too. Here we go. Tool or Blink One Eighty Two? Tool. <laughs> I almost want to say neither, but um, I'll say Blink One Eighty Two. Yes, oh, you're the first one. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> Everyone else just laughs. <laughs> All right, Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter? And and J.K. Rowling aside. Lord of the yeah, Rings no, or I Harry know. Potter. <laughs> okay, well then I have to have a confession before I even say this one. I have only watched one Harry Potter movie and one oh. movie. Okay, so um, out of those two, which one uh, would you watch again? Uh, Lord of the Rings. All right, all right, all right. That's fair, that's fair. Cool, so two and two, two and two. That's 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 a good one. That's a good lightning <laughs> round. I like it, I like it. I didn't like one of those it. answers. <laughs> 
We need to get at least fun. six more questions for that. Yeah, that was fun. That's fun. <laughs> but thank you for participating in the TMA lightning round. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, I I really, really, and thank you again for coming on and, and chatting with us. This Thank you. I, I love doing these kind of just chatting, just hanging out. I, I don't do typical interviews, I guess. I kind of just yeah. have a few set of notes with a couple questions that, that I will you know, organically throw in there. Um, but, but these are always great. I love getting to know people and getting to know people's podcasts and, and what they're all about. So we've, we've learned a lot about it, but tell everyone, um, where we can find your podcast. It looks like, is that a shirt with some merch? It is. This is my, it's yes. You can buy merch on Redbubble. So this is a shirt, a sweatshirt. We have stickers, we have coffee mugs, uh, we have masks. <laughs> so yes, Got you can all. buy It's a Fandom Thing Pod merch on Redbubble. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Fandom Thing Pod. No it's in that one. You can follow us on Instagram at It's a Fandom Thing Pod. On Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash It's a Fandom Thing Pod. Uh, you can email us if you want to be a potential interview guest, if you're a creator, at It's a Fandom Thing Pod at gmail.com. And we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all that jazz. Excellent. It's a fandom thing pod. I like that. I like that name too. It's such a good name. How Thank did you, you come up with that name? I know this just... is like the, the last question to ask in the show. <laughs> <laughs> it honestly, it just popped in my head. I was just like, oh, okay. it's a fandom thing. That's what I'm calling it. It's a fandom thing. So that, those are always yeah. the best ones too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and, and you stick with it. The same with Twist My Arm. It yeah. popped in and I was like, that's it. I researched it. I was like, does anybody else have this? No. That's what I did Mine. too. <laughs> yeah, I'm like no the hesitation. third best flicks guy. So, <laughs> whoops. Well, I right, mean. Man. You're the only Ricky D, though. Exactly, yeah. see. So yeah. that, that's all that matters. Well, again, Aaron, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us. Um, I would love to get you on I don't know, maybe a Marvel show. All right, thank you again for listening to the Twist My Arm podcast. I had a blast talking with Erin and would love to have more conversations with awesome people like her. If you're a podcaster, an artist, in a band, a business owner, or just want to tell some cool-ass stories, um, we want to hear from you. You can email us at twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com or just visit twistmyarmpodcast.com to drop us a line and we'll figure out a way to get you on the show. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe to everything It's a Fandom Thing Pod by searching It's a Fandom Thing Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Aaron is also hosting a super fun trivia game um, that you're not going to want to miss. The event is on May 15th, and you can find all the information on Twitter or Instagram by searching for, you guessed it, It's a Fandom Thing Pod. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to All Things Twist My Arm for updates on all our shows and upcoming projects. Thank you again for joining joining us on this episode of the Twist My Arm podcast. Next week, we're going to be talking with Gideon and Jeremy from Brother America. Get ready to be educated, guys. It's going to be a really fun episode. 
Um, once again, my name is Josh, your forever host and creator of the Twist My Arm Network. I hope you all have a great week, and we'll talk at you very soon. Thank you.